Hey guys, welcome back to Thick and Thin. I'm Katie Bilotti, and basically, if you guys are new, this podcast is where I document via me speaking unscripted uh, the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and the thick and thin of life. I am a millennial living in New York City, and you know, for lack of a better way to say it, shit happens, and so I have decided to sit down and talk about it. Very raw, very real, very transparent. That's kind of my vibe here on the podcast. So yeah, Um, tonight's episode, or today rather, depending on when you're listening to this, I'm going to be talking about a particularly bad week that I had, and the bad week happened to be last week, and you know, obviously you guys are like, what Katie, I saw you on social media, you seem so happy, blah, 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 but let's be real guys, like, you you can't tell a person's happiness based on their social media, I hope we've all established that by now, but yeah, I had a particularly bad week last week, and I'm going to talk about you know, not really what happened, but how I got over it because I don't like to dwell too much in like, you know, the really rough details that don't really need to be told considering, you know, the most important part is how I got over it. So yeah, this kind of can apply to you guys if you're having a bad week or you've had a bad week, a bad month, a bad year, you, you know, had a, a breakup or something with your friends or just, just something that happened that, you know, left you feeling like you're in a slump kind of and you just, you, you kind of feel like, you've dug yourself into a hole or someone else dug you into a hole and you don't really know how to escape from there you just feel like you're walking around with like a perpetual storm cloud over your head you know that's that sort of feeling so today I'm going to be talking about that I'm also going to gloss over um just some little things I've learned about myself or kind of established about myself that I, you know, I actually posted about it in an Instagram caption today and a lot of you guys really related to it. And so I'm like, well, that's going to be tacked on to the podcast. So yeah, I guess I'm just going to dive on into it. So last week, as I mentioned, I did have a bad week. And without kind of like diving into the whole story, basically, long story short, I said yes to something that I didn't want to say yes to. And I felt kind of stupid about saying yes to it. I kind of regretted saying yes. And it just, it was one of those decisions that like loomed over me all week. And I just felt really trapped by my decision and kind of like hated myself for making this decision because it just wasn't me. Um, And, you know, it was kind of like this, like I mentioned, like a dark cloud that hung over my head for an entire week straight, you know, and my, it was like, my deadlines were also very aggressive. Sorry, I'm like stumbling over my words. We're at that point in the podcast, guys. Um, you know, my deadlines were aggressive at work and with my, you know, my blog. And it, I just felt, you know, so many emotions last week. And I wasn't even PMSing. So I have no idea what was happening. But I just I was feeling so many emotions. I, I had this like weird feeling midway through the week that all my friends were mad at me. You know, I, I always get in that weird funk where I just feel like the world is against me. You know, I felt extremely low last week. I felt you know, tapped out, I felt burnt out, I felt fed up. And, you know, by the looks of the messages, actually, I've received from you guys, I've been like really, you know, pouring into my messages and reading and trying to figure out what you guys would like me to talk about. So I'm not just, you know, talking about random stuff you don't even care about. And a lot of you guys, you know, feel this too. A lot of you are like, you know, Katie, how do I get out of a funk? How do I, you know, bring back the spark to my life? How do I, you know, get out of this weird feeling of like, I don't really want to live, you know, and I'm not, I'm no psychiatrist or therapist, but I do have, you know, some little ways 
and you know kind of tried and true because this is how I got myself out of last week's funk I've been having a great week this week and it's not because of the weather I'll tell you that it's still really freaking hot and rainy like half the time so you know sometimes the weather does influence me but this you know the way I got out of this this funk was a little bit more organic so yeah um but yeah so you guys ask me you know how do I get out of a funk how do I get over this guy how do I deal with this friendship issue well let me pose a question for you guys you know what if what if okay hypothetically what if instead of sitting there you know going crazy over the volume of your own thoughts you know hell-bent on solving your entire life in your head believe me I'm there like every freaking day instead of attempting to you know remedy every single hurt feeling to explain every single time that you felt sad you know I feel like as humans we have this weird tendency of needing to find a solution for everything needing to find a root cause for everything we need to explain everything and you know it kind of makes sense because we've grown up from a young age being told like okay what's your answer explain your reasoning or like justify your answer you know we can't ever just write the correct answer on the line it's like nope explain how you got this answer so we're kind of wired that way we're wired to think that way and so when something goes wrong in our lives we're like oh shoot I need to figure out why that happened you know but but how about instead of you know, trying or thinking about solving your entire life in your head. You just think about instead, you know, not all the things that went wrong and about why and all that stuff. Just just clear that all out. Clear all, all that BS. And just think about adding, you know, some additional good things to your life. You know, some additional good things to your day-to-day. One at a time, you know, nothing crazy, little by little, and eventually your pile of good things will grow and grow, you know, exponentially. And you'll forget whatever it was that was just completely tearing you apart. And I know you're like, okay, oh, sorry, I just knocked over my nail polish. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm trying to paint my nails and do this at the same time. Oh, okay. I know you're like, Katie, you know, okay, that's cute and all. That's a cute little pretty quote you just gave me there. Like the, the pile of good things. Oh, cute you know, but how does that really help me? And here, you know, here's my mentality. You know, sometimes in order to grow, in order to progress in this life, you must, you know, I mentioned this in my last podcast, you must not focus so much on what is tearing you apart. I know it's, it's hard. I know it's difficult not to think about it. It's like, you know, having like a big zit on your face. That's like, it's like in poppable, poppable time. Like it's, it's able to be popped, you know, those ones where it's like coming to a head and you're like, oh my God, like I need to pop this. I need to. And I'm like the type of person that I like, I pick it myself so much. Like my nails, my cuticles, it's just, it's guys, it's a bad habit. I got it from my mom. Mom, if you're watching this, thank you for that. Um, but it's like looking at that zit on your face and not popping it. It's like, I, I know it's really difficult not to dwell and really just like, you know, beat something to death that's bothering you I totally get it like I want to pop that zit too but you know sometimes in order to grow you must you know focus less on the things that are tearing you apart and more spend more of your energy on the things that are holding you together you know those things that kind of act like super glue in a way you know no matter how like small or insignificant those things might be you know the, the pile of good things can be a number of things depending on who you are and I know you know they, they just look different from person to person to me you know my pile of good things uh let me think it's kind of like 
it's kind of like a smorgasbord, smorgasbord, I don't know how to say that word, smorgasbord, smorgasbord of candles, probably, you know, spending hours at flea markets, you know, searching for like little treasures that my dad would call junk, you know, seeing the surprised expression on someone's face when I compliment them, uh, you know, going to bed early, which I never do, (laughs) talking to my parents on the phone, like hearing my parents laugh, like it's the little things like that, the little things, those are good things, those are the, those are the good things that I, you know, when I'm having a bad day or having a bad week, those are the things that I try to pile into my life, you know, I make a small little pile of those things in my being, even if it means just, you know, going, I don't want to say like shopping solves everything, but you know, sometimes I just feel a little bit better when I go and buy something new and it doesn't need to be a new outfit per se. I mean, you you can, but for me, like the other day when I was having this rough, you know, week, I went, I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram story. I went plant shopping and I literally bought like plants (laughs) and it just, for some reason, just like when I, my thing, my like peace, I find peace when I feel like I'm organized when, you know, I feel like my my bed is made. I make my bed every morning. Like it's the little things that I find peace in and everyone's different. You know, some people find more peace in mess than in cleanliness. But for me, I am like the exact opposite. Um, But yeah, so those are, those are my good things. And I could go on and on and on about my good things. And, you know, even I'm kind of like struggling right now because even like talking about all these good things I'm kind of losing what I was even talking about like what what was I mad about what was I upset about I don't even remember and that's the whole point it's like once you you know focus on these good things and you know almost just kind of picture them you know each time you do or you you bring one of these good things you add one of these good things into your life you know kind of picture it as like a physical you know I kind of picture it as like a little pebble that I'm stacking you know, a little good pebble, <laughs> a good rock. I was really into rocks growing up. Uh, my mom actually, like, yeah, I they had to discourage me from, like, collecting so many rocks because we didn't have um, room in our house for them. But it was always my dream to have, like, little shelves built above my bed. Um, and, like, so I can display all my rocks. I had a rock collection. I really wanted to be a geologist, you know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I kind of picture my good things as, like, a little rock, like a little pebble that I keep stacking And, you know, eventually the pile becomes so big, the pile of good things that, you know, it makes that, you know, pile of bad things and that pile of, you know, sadness and hurt and anger and confusion look like nothing, you know, and that pile of rocks, it's just growing. And that's how I picture it in my head. I'm a very visual person. And whenever I, you know, think of one of these like quotes or sentiments, I always have to kind of picture it visually. And that's how I picture it. Um... And I do want to note, like, self-love, I saw this quote once, and it was like, self-love isn't all bath bombs and face masks, and I completely agree with that. Like, I know self-care and self-love look so different from person to person, and, you know, sometimes there aren't enough bath bombs in the world to cure you from your sadness, because sometimes you do have a disease, and that's when you do need to get help, and I am the first person that would admit, like, not admit, um, encourage you know, if you're feeling like a very prolonged period of sadness, you know, sometimes you do need to get professional help. And I encourage you, even if you like, you think you might need it and you don't really know, like what's the worst thing that could happen, you know? So anyway, that was just like a little aside. I do want to say, cause I don't want people to like take my advice with the little good things rocks and be sad still and not know why. And I just, you know, that's, that's important, but you know, 
I know that self-care isn't all bath bombs and face masks, but th- those are, those things aren't a bad start, you know, and if, if they're the good things that make you feel fuzzy and, you know, feeling, feeling, you know, I feel like the most secure feeling that I experience is that home feeling. And, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, home, home isn't a place, it's a person or whatever. There's that like quote and like, you know, picture of the artsy like Instagrams of like the couples, like the, you know, kind of like the gross couples in high school when they would like make out in the hallway with their hands and like their each other's pants pockets. And you're just like, ooh, ugh. <laughs> like, you know, the Instagram captions where it's like, home isn't a place, it's a person. You know, well, I'm not in that camp quite yet, but I can say, you know, that I do feel like home, home is a feeling, you know, and it's, it's, you know, in a nutshell, like we're all looking for that going home feeling in our day to day, somewhere in our day to day. A lot of us look for it in a significant other, you know, and then some of us look for it in, in financial stability we all just want to feel secure in one way or another. And that like obviously looks different to a lot of people. For me, I feel like I do look for stability in the form of a significant other. But I, as I will mention later on in the podcast, it's like once I, you know, I really crave attention like that. But then once I get it, I'm like, I run for the hills and I freak out. And so, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like a, a walking paradox, if you will. Um, but yeah, you know, some some look for it in everyone looks for it in a different way and you know I I almost feel like it's I'm trying to like visualize as I mentioned I'm always very visual about things visualize that feeling of home like we all want to feel very secure we all want to feel kind of like we're you know wrapping ourselves in like a fuzzy just washed straight from the dryer towel you know one of those like really fluffy like you kind of just bought it towels and you just put it in the wash for the first time and got out of the dryer and it's like fluffy and pink and maybe not pink maybe like white what's like a secure color I don't know you know and it's straight out of the dryer after a shower when it's like cold outside and you just want like a warm towel or I almost sometimes would like picture like when I was younger and my mom would wrap me in like a towel after a shower and like I was like just so young and like I just felt so like safe and now like I'm out in the real world and as I mentioned in my last podcast episode like the real world is a rough place sometimes and you know when we're in the the thick of it you know we just crave that warm towel feeling that's what we want and so you know we get really anxious and we get really upset when we reach out of the shower (laughs) metaphorically and we're out of towels you know and we kind of have to do that like funny little sprint through our houses to like find something to wrap ourselves in, you know, feeling exposed and uncomfortable. And I feel like that's kind of like, just that's, that's how it, that's how it feels to be going through like a time in your life where like how I felt last week, I just felt so like, I just felt like, what's the word? Like, I, I, um, the first word that's coming to mind is impossible, but that's not, that's, I felt useless. No, that's not really the right, the, the right word. I felt like hopeless. Ah, that's the word hopeless, you know, but I feel like that, like the towel analogy, if you will, can be applied to like so many different experiences in our lives. You know, bottom line, bottom line, we hate feeling uncomfortable, defeated, you know, or heaven forbid, exposed in any way. Like we hate we hate feeling like, you know, that that <laughs> that feeling when we're running through the house trying to find a towel, you know, butt naked. Like we just we just don't like that feeling. 
naturally, you know, but often and often we, we, we get to the point where we're, we're feeling like this. We're feeling like that. And we, we like think it's kind of like, um, like an end all be all, like, like we're, we're finished. It's like, okay, that's our death sentence type of thing. It's like, you know, okay, I'm, I'm doomed. <laughs> like I had a good life. Okay. We had a good run. Like, okay. But you know, those, those things, those feelings are just a part of our nature. It's just like something that's going to happen. And, you know, I almost sometimes I find myself like sighing to myself and I'm like, ah, Katie, there you go again, messing things up. Like I, I sometimes I literally lay in bed, like after like a crazy weekend or just like something that I just, I, I do that thing where I replay all like the embarrassing moments that have ever happened to me in my my head quite frequently. I've mentioned this a couple times on the podcast, but you know, and I sometimes I I lay in my bed and I stare at the ceiling and I'm like, Katie, why do you do stupid things? And I kid you not, I say it out loud. <laughs> I address myself. I scold myself. I'm like, why? Why did you do that? <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> And you know what? Sometimes you, you can say those things to yourself. Sometimes you do need to put yourself in your place a little bit. You know, you can. But the most important thing is what comes after you say that, whatever that may be, whatever it looks like to you. But for me, it's I usually am like, Katie, what the f- fuck were you thinking? It's usually what I say. And, you know, the most important part of that process, the picking yourself up off the ground process, is what you say after that or what you do after that, you know. Do you swing your legs over your bed and stand up and go on with your day, you know, in search of some of those good things, some of those good little pebbles to add to your pile? Or do you instead, you know, sulk around, convince yourself that, you know, the world hates you and you'll never, never rise from this? And, you know, here's the thing. You know, one one day down the line, I don't know when it's going to be, but one day you'll look back at all of these pitfalls, all of these plateaus that you experience, you know, the ups and the downs, I kind of picture it like a sloppy, like line graph. Is it a line graph? Is that what that's called? I'm so bad at math guys. I like, I totally don't even remember math class. Okay. Whatever those like graphs are where it's like, you know, the up, down, up, down, kind of like whatever, like those, you know what I'm talking about? You, you, you know what I'm talking about? You know, you'll, you'll look back at the line graph of your life or whatever the graph is called. And you'll realize, you know, that all along that this was just a part all this stuff was just a part of your blooming process. You know, and I, I love the phrase blooming process because, you know, every type of plant, every type of flower, you know, everything that that grows blooms at a different speed, at a different rate, in a different season, some of them. Like some of them are perennials and some of them are perennials and b- annuals, annuals? I don't even know perennials annuals I think I don't really know plants guys like I I, I just bought two plants but they're, I'm probably gonna kill them I'm really trying not to um but you know we we all bloom at a different speed and you know humans humans bloom at a different speed you know and I'm, I'm really glad I like got that out that whole little spiel because you know it's been something that's been on my mind and a lot of you guys you know come to me with all of these problems which you know understandably so because I do talk about my problems a lot so granted I have a lot of experience with problems but don't we all you know and here's the thing like just think about that good pile that good pile and I I can guarantee like the next time you go through something bad you're gonna be like ah Katie talked about this good pile (laughs) you know and 
you know, how about instead of just dwelling on all these bad things that happen to you, you know, instead of that, just start, you know, focusing on adding some good things, like little by little adding some good things. And I promise that something good will come from it. I don't know if you're going to be fully healed by doing so, but you know, it, it gets you over that little hump. Like I, I did some good things this past weekend. Like I, I focused on myself. I, you know, didn't really like go hard and drink as much as I have in past weekends, but I really focused on myself and, you know, did some good things. I also, you know, put on a pretty dress and went to an oyster festival with my friends on Stone Street and it was so fun. And, you know, we, we like did like oyster shots and like fun things and that that was another little good thing just something that I needed to like put on my pile and it made me feel a lot better and kind of distract me from everything that I had been through the the week before and you know I guess something important to remember is that you know pain pain is temporary and I I believe it was I think it was like Lance Armstrong that said that he said, my dad's like was a very, or is, I guess, I don't really know. He's very into like the, the Tour de France and like biking and stuff. And so he always like said this one quote from Lance Armstrong. He was like, pain is temporary. Like whenever I was like hurt or something, my dad would be like, pain is temporary. You know, eventually something else, another feeling will take its place. But if you quit, if you quit, that's forever. I think that's how it goes. I could be so wrong, but I remember my dad saying that. And I think it was Lance Armstrong or wait. Neil Armstrong? No, definitely Lance Armstrong who said that. But yeah. Okay, so that's kind of the end to that tangent. And I'm going to kind of switch gears and talk about a recent Instagram caption that I posted today that really just like got me thinking. Um, actually got me thinking about a blog post that I posted two years ago. Okay, and that's like ancient history for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But two years ago, I was still in college. So I, and I'm acting like, oh my God, I'm so out of college. Like I'm way out of college. No, I'm only like realistically May, June, July, August, September, like five months out of college, whatever. But anyway, two years ago, I was like very much still in college. Like I had a whole nother year to go. And I posted this blog post and like, as I mentioned in a previous podcast episode, like whenever I posted these blog posts, I kind of like, like the entire school kind of would read it. Okay. And I don't know what it was. I guess it's just like, I had a really strong group of friends or I still do, but like in college I did. And I just felt very secure and almost, I kind of didn't really give a fuck for lack of a better way to put it, because I just, I knew that me writing about these things and me talking about these things would help people more you know, helping people was more important than me, more important to me, sorry, than the opinions of other people and what people would say, because, you know, I was like, you know what, in a couple of years, I'll be in New York and none of this will matter. And lo and behold, guys, looking back, it didn't matter or doesn't matter to me now. Like, I can't even remember, you know, much of what people said about it. Or if they did, they didn't even say it to my face. So I don't really care. I never knew. I don't really, I don't really care. So, okay, that was a little tangent. But basically, I wrote this, you know, one blog post called, I don't need your French kisses. And it got 30 comments, which, you know, back two years ago was a lot, a lot of comments for me because this is right when I started my blog, kind of. I think I'd started it um, two months prior to this post. And I posted um, kind of, it's like kind of like an anecdote. Like every one of my blog posts is kind of like a story. So I'm not going to like obviously read like the total story to you guys. But uh, basically, I started out the article, you know, in particularly badass form, talking about you know, I was making out with this guy, I guess, at a frat party, 
so romantic oh my god probably against the wall where everyone could see that's so great wow Katie you go girl anyway and you know I was making out this guy and I just all I could think about while I was doing so was like all the homework I hadn't done for my 8 a.m. class the next day, you know, the fact that my shoes were like two sizes too small, the fact that I couldn't figure out where any of my friends were, like they were like somewhere in the room calling my name and I couldn't figure out where they were, all these things while I'm making out with this guy. So clearly, I guess you could say, you know, I I wasn't quite into it. (laughs) But of course, you know, I did the whole classic junior year Katie thing where or I guess a lot of people think, but I'm just going to use myself as an example here. And the next morning, you know, my friends were like, so Katie, I'm not going to say the guy's name for privacy reasons, but we'll call him, what's like a sexy name? Derek. Ooh, I like that name. Derek. Okay, we're going to call him Derek. They're like, ooh, Katie, like you and Derek last night, like, wow, are you going to ask him to formal? And I was like, oh my god like yeah he's so cute like he walked me home how romantic you know he got me a drink at at the you know the jungle what do you guys call it everyone calls it something different but we called it bucket it's like okay probably the reason why I was sick 24 7 in college was bucket which is basically you know it was a bucket (laughs) it was like a cooler with a plastic or trash bag in it and alcohol like a mixy but it's like the, the gross like dollar store you know you know what bucket is but basically he got me a drink and I was like oh my god swooning because in college guys treat you mostly like you know shit and everything you think that they're doing that's so chivalrous is actually quite normal if anything it's like less than normal it's like <laughs> anyway whatever that's just me being cynical but yeah and I was you know kind of <sighs> here's the thing I oftentimes like okay first of all why the heck am I talking about this to you guys anyway it doesn't really relate to what I was talking about earlier but basically where I'm going with this is I kind of I'm a paradox okay I live my life in a very paradoxic paradoxical paradoxical I don't know I'm a paradox because here's the thing I I mentioned this prior but I I crave attention (laughs) if you guys can't tell how much I talk about relationships and dating online and it's actually getting ridiculous at this point but I crave attention but as soon as I get so-called attention or this attention that I'm looking for I I book it I freak out and I actually talked about this in my Instagram caption today and so many of you guys were like DMing me like Katie wow I never even knew that that was like how I was until I read it and I was like wow you know people have that like aha moment so that's why I was like okay I'm gonna talk about it more on the podcast because you know why not just beat this dead horse you know (laughs) anyway so in the article I I basically talked about you know the fact that this whole process you know of falling for a guy and you know gushing over it with your friends and you know you know debating internally do I actually like him do I like the thought of him do I actually like this guy does he like me back is he gonna text me back all that exhausting stuff you know it's become so frustratingly repetitive you know, something that at a point in time would have caused such a rush of adrenaline and hours of fantasizing, you know, I I just get kind of bored these days. You know, it's not as exciting for me anymore. And I think it's just because I've convinced myself that it, that this is something I need. You know, I, I need to have a boyfriend. I need to have a significant other. And I'm just kind of at this point, like I look at the idea of having a significant other and I kind of just like laugh because I'm just like, Katie this is this is not good for you you know this is not something you need and let me tell you guys it's taken me quite a long time 
to come to this conclusion, you know, that I'm, I'm just not ready right now. It's just not my, my time. But then again, you know, so I come to this conclusion, me sitting here, whatever day it is at nine o'clock PM, I'm like, okay, I don't need a guy. But then I grant, I guarantee it, you know, tomorrow at like three o'clock, I'll see a couple walking through, or I won't at three o'clock, I'll be sitting at my desk at three o'clock. But you know, you get the point. I'll see someone walking the street holding or, you know, holding the hand of their boyfriend or something. And I'm going to be like, oh, I need a boyfriend. You know, I just go through these, you know, these phases and I think that's so normal. But when I was writing this article, you know, I just was talking about how the process was frustrating and, you know, I'm trying to scroll and see. <laughs> I said at one point, am I being unappreciative of a good makeout? Maybe. <laughs> After all, my friends had told me that so-and-so and I would really hit it off along with the fact that he apparently has an impeccable ass. It's true. Derek has a great ass. Not really Derek. I, I love the name Derek. It's a good name. Um, you know, I said, perhaps I was letting my mind wander, wander, ultimately protecting myself from the crushed expectations and the phone call that would never come. Or maybe, just maybe, I'm putting my eggs in the wrong basket. You know, nevertheless, this got me thinking. Do we even know what's good for us anymore? Is our generation so hooked on an endless cycle of what is it is that we're told and what we think we need that we're neglecting our true needs? Will we ever complete our to-do lists? whoa 2016 Katie you're giving me the feels right now this is kind of like a classic just me talking about things and like it doesn't really have like a a rhyme or reason but it's just me talking about stories and things that have happened in my life and I feel like it's time I should share this little thing that happened a couple it was probably a month ago and we're 30 minutes into the podcast so I really hope that whoever or who I'm talking about right now isn't listening anymore but or probably didn't listen at all hopefully fingers crossed but I just feel like I need to share this so the other night I was like in bed this is like a month ago and I get a call and I'm like I do this thing sometimes where I just have like a really hard time falling asleep because I'm thinking about a million things and I'm like laying in bed you know it's probably like 11 o'clock I work the next morning I was just thinking about everything I needed to do at work the next day and my phone starts buzzing on the ground because I, I plug my phone into the wall and like it sits on the ground. I need to like get a table for that. But it was like buzzing against the hardwood floor. And I was like, okay, I need to pick it up. Because I, and I, I, I have this weird thing where I kind of like get anxious about phone calls. Like phone calls freak me out. I love, like I much prefer texting. But I think that's kind of like a generational thing. I think we're like all afraid of like hearing each other's voices because we're so used to texting. But I pick up the phone and it's this guy that I've been like I guess talking to for like a couple years now and you know we'd you know kind of seen each other in New York a couple weeks prior to this and we've been texting and whatnot and like he just you know said it was like 11 30 like I said and he kind of like it was like a he was like whispering into the phone kind of not sexually but because he was like had a roommate or whatever and he he was like hey like what are we what are we that three word phrase and I was just like oh god what are we what a phrase it's kind of like the we need to talk (laughs) phrase but just in a different context and different words but I was laying there just like staring at the ceiling and I was like oh my god we're having the what are we conversation it's 11 30 and of course I said the first thing that came to mind and I said I don't know I feel like that's like the the phrase of my existence right now. I was like, I don't know. And it's it's crazy because 
I'm kind of, you know, being a little, little priss. I'm like, you know, he's literally saying to me like that he wants to be something serious, you know, and he, or he's been insinuating it and he's coming flat out and being like, what are we? And in that moment I was terrified and I, I was like, oh my God, I need to stop talking to him. I need to like get him away from me because he can't go too close. He can't see, I don't want him to see me and I don't want him to, you know, eventually either hurt me or I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to have to dump him. I don't want him to have to dump me. Like I think about all these problems and it's kind of like a mixture of, you know, me, me thinking of all the problems and me, you know, being insecure, but it's also just like I mentioned at the very beginning of the podcast, you know, the, the whole reason why I was in a bad mood last week or have, was having a bad week was because I said yes to something that I didn't want to say yes to. And it wasn't romantic. It was, I don't want to like get into details because it just isn't really important. But, you know, I said yes. I, I took on something that I wish I hadn't. And that's like honestly my biggest fear, you know, being trapped by a decision. It's a big fear of mine. And so, you know, I think... I, it's kind of a combination of that fear and also me just, you know, kind of sort of, you know, all of a sudden coming to terms with the fact that I need to be more rational and I need to think about what's actually good for me. And going back to this article that I wrote in 2016, you know, like, do we actually even know what's good for us anymore? Are we so brainwashed by society and by our Instagram feeds that we don't even know because you know what something something that's good for someone else doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily mean that it's good for us you know just because it's good for someone else just because someone else is in the right frame of mind to have the significant other right now it doesn't mean that I am and you know maybe maybe it was me being a little bit timid with this guy but granted you know after I said that to him here's the thing like we all want that like really star-studded like romance okay we want the one that's like in the movies and in the tv shows and someone someone dm me last night when i was watching when harry met sally and they were like katie you're the most romantic person i've ever seen on instagram and not because i have a boyfriend and i'm romantic with him but because i watch a lot of rom-coms or romantic movies in general just dramas i love dramas i love like um war and like political dramas anyway huh but yeah so you know, we all want that, but it's just a matter of like, you know, we gotta, we gotta know ourselves to the point where we know what's good for us. Like, you know, and sometimes we force ourselves into situations and we, we kind of, we, we feel uncomfortable and we feel, you know, that, that, that feeling where you're running to find your towel, you know, that feeling because we take on something that we're not, that's not right for us. You know, and and who's to say, okay, kind of segueing, who's to say that the guy that called me at 1130 and asked, you know, what are we? You know, who's to say that that won't come to fruition someday? You know, who's to say? But I want to be, like, granted, I know that, like, no relationship comes without, you know, little things here and there, you know, things that, you know, nothing's going to happen according to plan. Nothing's going to happen in a perfect black and white fashion. It's going to be a little bit messy, but... I do want that, I want to experience a feeling where, and maybe not when I first meet someone, but when I'm like placed in the position where we're having the what are we conversation, I want to say without hesitation, you know, when he says, what are we? I want to say, 
you know, I think that we should be serious or like, you know, say what I, what I feel and not say, I don't know. Like I want to, I'm the type of person that I do have, I'm a planner and I'm a thinker and I usually know how to react to situations. And like, granted this one is like, it is, if it's romantic, it's going to be, I'm not going to know exactly what to say all the time, you know? And, but at least I wouldn't feel so afraid. Like I, oh my God, I was like, laying in bed after this like I already had a problem falling asleep and I it just kept me up and up and up because lo and behold I just there's no sparks with this guy okay there's no sparks and I just it's it's hard because I just feel like it's been a very repetitive process this whole like you know me pining over a guy me you know going through like the the texting phase or the snapchatting phase and like the you know, the hooking up phase, if we do that, and then I feel guilty after doing that. And I'm like, Oh my God, like, I I wish I didn't do that. And it's just this whole freaking cycle. And I just, I'm sick of it, you know, and I, I feel like a lot of us are sick of it. And so why do we keep subjecting ourselves to feeling like this over and over again? You know, and it's kind of because of these, it's because of these movies, it's because of these TV shows, it's because of our Instagram feeds and all these couples, you know, but if you look at you know, I was kind of like for a while obsessed with like YouTube couples and like how a lot of like, you know, influencers or like digital people were like dating each other. I mean, based on the number of them that are broken up recently, like there's a lot that goes on that we don't see. And, you know, it is World Mental Health Day today, Mental Health Awareness Day today. And I've seen like so many posts on social of people just being very open and honest about how they actually are doing. And it's so eye-opening, you know, because obviously you know what's going on in your head and you know that you're not perfect but you know you discount yourself by assuming that everyone else is perfect just because all they post is happy pretty pictures with their boyfriend okay so yeah wow I think that was kind of like a good little good little spiel there um and yeah I I love just like going back on my blog and reading old posts like I highly recommend you guys make blogs it's it's the best thing the best way to see you know, firsthand what you were thinking and feeling. Like I'm reading this post back like when I was in, you know, I was two years younger. Like now I'm turning 23. I was such a young little girl. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But yeah, I say at the end of this article, I say it's up to us to change the pace of society. We need to swiftly flip the railroad switch, alter the tracks and focus on what will truly benefit us in the long haul. I will note we also need to recognize that this is much easier said than done. At the end of the day, If you find yourself in the wrong story, leave. And if you find yourself in a situation as a similar situation as mine, (laughs) tell the boy you don't need his kisses. (laughs) In my book, that's the first step to finding out what's truly good for you. Yeah. And a lot of you guys commented that you really, really liked the article. So, yeah, I'm reading. Wow, you guys are amazing. Also, thank you so much for all the reviews you guys have left on the podcast app. I don't really know how you leave a review, but if you could figure it out or rate me five stars or subscribe or whatever you guys do, go ahead and do that. (laughs) Maybe someday I'll have some sponsors. Hmm. Ooh, then I'll be a real podcast. Um, But yeah. Okay, so that's kind of it. I think I'm kind of out of juice now. It's uh, 930 and I need to watch some friends and go to bed because I have a big long day tomorrow. I have an event that I'm my first ever event that I'm running for my job with L'Oreal and it's just it's a lot and so I'm gonna I'm gonna say sayonara and thanks to all that have been supporting me in my podcast adventure. 
I really do appreciate your support. And yeah, so that's it for today's podcast. I promise next week I will actually answer some of your questions, like more specifically, like read the question and answer the question because I feel like I I really wanted to do that and I just haven't gotten to do it (laughs) really fully. So yeah, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Thick and Thin. Thanks for listening and I'll see you guys or I guess I'll I'll talk to you guys all next week. Bye. Bye.